Welcome back, dear subscribers. It's my joy to be bringing you this extended episode. Now, if you, as a regular listener of Head to Heart Podcast, haven't listened to last week's episode, it's with Erica Renault, who's writing a book. It's releasing in April, and it's teaching children how to pray. And then she just talks about prayer with me on that episode. And she talks about all the different ins and outs of why we can't change ourselves, why it's up to God to change us. And it's up to us to ask. And let me tell you, it was so helpful for me personally to hear that episode because I struggle sometimes with feeling like my prayer life isn't as good as it was in other seasons. But most of the time, for me, that hasn't been true. What has been true is that it just looks different in different seasons. So I really hope that episode is helpful to you and blesses your socks off. If you haven't listened to that episode first, why don't you take a minute and go ahead and listen to that one, then come back to this subscriber-only episode. For those of you who have already taken that leap, already listened, and you're like, Jenny, I'm ready. I'm ready for this extended part. Then you are in for a treat. So I asked Erica this question that I know really trips people up a lot of the time. I basically asked her, you know, how do we pray about really big life decisions? And the thing is, sometimes, guys, we can just get so confused, like, if we're choosing between option A, option B, sometimes we pray and don't hear an answer and we just wonder like, is God ignoring me or am I not doing the right thing or can I just choose and it'll turn out okay? Is God trusting me with that choice? And with everything that we're deciding about, that answer is different. I can't say it's always, you know, just make the choice and that's what God wants you to do. But sometimes it is, and other times he'll let you know, you know? So I asked Erica that question, and her answer was just very easy to understand, basic, and just gave us such good pointers. So I saved that question of this episode specifically for you guys, and if people are not subscribers, they are not going to get this part of the episode. So with all that being said... Thank you for subscribing. Uh, subscribe. Wait, what? Thank you for subscribing. And I hope that you really enjoy this question and conversation that I asked with Erica. So please, I hope it helps. Let me know if it does help you. You can message me on Instagram. You can email me. You can uh, mail me something if you wanted to. Or let me know through Spotify. Any way you want to, go ahead and let me know if this episode helped you or impacted you in any way. So without further ado, I give you the extended conversation with Erica Renault. So this next question, I feel like this is where a lot of people get stuck in that I just wanted to ask you your advice on how we should pray when we're making big life decisions. Because a lot of times, this has happened to me before, where I'm praying, okay, which way should I go? What should I choose? And then don't hear anything. Or mm -hmm. other times, I do hear something. Or other times, I'm like, okay, do I just like trust God and, and choose one way and just like hope it works out? What would you say about that? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm going to start simple and then I'm going to like get a little bit complex. Okay. <laughs> um, so I think God speaks loudest um, when it's very important. So, um, or if it's a no, <laughs> mm-hmm. I think he speaks loudest if it's very important or it's a no in that if he, if you're seeking his counsel and, you know, genuinely just don't want to make the wrong decision, I guess, um, and genuinely want to know what to do, um, I don't think that you are going to make a bad decision. I, th- I don't think he's, you know, if, if it's like a, a crucial thing, it's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think about like when God spoke to Noah to build the ark, there wasn't, there was no doubt there. Like it was really clear. Yeah. <laughs> like Noah did it. Obviously God spoke clearly, right? Because he wasn't like, well, I don't know. Should I? Shouldn't I? Was that God or wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? You know what I mean? So, like, when there's, like, major important things, I feel like God speaks loudly. Um, Before my husband and I started dating, I was like, well, it was like when I was, when my life was turning around. Um, I was actually seven months pregnant when my husband and I started dating. And I was like, well, I don't know, uh, you know, if it's, God's will for us to date or not. And I was like, just willing to use that as an excuse. I really liked him, but mm-hmm. because I was fully turning my life around, I didn't want, I didn't want to mess anything up either. And so my husband was like, well, I feel like God often says no a lot louder than he says. Yes. Hmm. He's like, so if you don't have any major like conviction about it, how about we just go on a couple dates? <laughs> which is so like he's so like lured me into like dating him but I'm super thankful for it because who knows like how long I would be like well I don't know if it's God's will or not um you know but the reality is I had zero conviction about it Mm -hmm. I had zero like there was nothing in me that was like you shouldn't do this right right um my husband and I were really because we you know I don't know we had kids young we work in ministry we just bought our first house two years ago, which is like a huge deal. And um, I remember talking to my sister-in-law and I was like, gosh, I just, you know, we've been praying for it so long and I don't want to rush this. I don't know if it's the right thing. It's just all the classic things. And my sister-in-law was like, Erica, is there something in your soul saying no, like a clear no? And I was like, no. She's like, is there something in your spirit that just feels like une- like uneasy in a, uh, not like an unsure uneasy, but like, um, just, uh, I don't think this is right. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, not that either. She's like, then put the offer in on the house. <laughs> and I was like, okay, That's awesome. I'm going to do that. And we <laughs> did, we put the offer in, we added, we even like added some, well, whatever. If, when you buy a house, like you can also... Uh, put an extra in a deposit to just like kind of show that you're serious about it. So we did that. Um, And yeah, I mean the, 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 I feel like conviction is, is a really strong thing. If we feel a strong, no, you you need to listen to that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't feel that strong, no, it may be that you have options. It may be that God is like, you know what, I'm going to be with you. And there's a few ways this can go. And part of your growth is to make that decision. Um, 
so that that's kind of my thought. That said, I am a big fan of fasting. I'm a big fan of joining, you know, asking people to join in. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Something just fell over. Um, <laughs> that said, I'm a big fan of fasting. My husband and I fast a lot just for direction, just for um, humility. Uh, just like I feel like fasting, you know, with the purpose of just humbling our heart before God, asking him, being relying on him. Um, I'm a big fan of inviting friends to join with you in praying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm all, I also, you know, will set time, a time on things. I'm going to pray about this for three days. I'm going to pray th- about this for a week. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so then if the end of that time, um, you, you don't feel a strong sense of this way or that way, then it could be that the Lord is giving you options. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't, I don't always put out fleeces, but I do occasionally, um, should I explain that or? It was the story of Gideon, right? Yeah. So Gideon was like, God, if you're really, I mean, for one, an angel, I like, came and talked to him. So I feel like that's pretty clear. <laughs> but th- then he was like, okay, so if this wool has dew on it in the morning, but the grass doesn't, then I'll know that you're telling me. Mm-hmm. And so that the next morning that was the case, but he still didn't have the confidence. So then he prayed, God, okay, so. Now, can you make it so that the fleece is dry, but all the grass has dew on it? And then I'll know that you're telling me. So he did these little, like, you know, trick things. So, mm-hmm. so a lot of times they're called laying a fleece. Um, and I have done that. I try to be really, like, um, I try to not do that too often. But it's basically a way of saying, okay, so I'll give you the latest. Ex- I'll give you, uh, it's not the latest example, but I'll give you an example that um, was a big deal. There was this... Um, this class taking place online, but it cost a bit of money and you had to apply for it. But it was a class that I was very interested in taking. And the, the email that I received said, this class is now open. I didn't even know the class existed. So it was, first of all, this is a class that exists. It's open. Apply now. As soon as it fills up, it fills up and applicate, you know, and, but, but we're going to be closing it at the end of the month. So, um, so my, like, I was like, I'm going to apply to this today. I'm going to hit submit now. But there was like, you know, it wasn't free. So um, so I prayed about it, like, I just hemmed and hawed, honestly. I filled out the application within the week. And I was about to hit submit, and I, but I just didn't feel like, yes, I should definitely do this. So what I said is I was like, you know what, God? Just because I really want to be sure this is what you're leading me to do, I'm going to wait till the end of the month to submit this. And if it's still open at the end of the month, and if they accept me at the end of the month, then I know that you're in this Mm because I don't want to take another step forward unless I know you're part of this. Um, So yes, I submitted at the end of the month. I got an email back saying they were closed. And then I got an email two days later saying they had reopened for another spot and I was back in. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> it was like sort of this dramatic thing. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, that that act that class was about writing a book proposal, which then led to me getting a book deal. So it was like it was a pretty big deal. Wow. And now I, know? now I can, <laughs> no, I know. And now I can look back. And now it's like the thing is, you know, you do you don't want to step forward without God. And that's exactly how I felt. And now I feel like this book was all God. <laughs> I, I, I can look back at that time and be like I know that this was God this was the fleece I laid and this is what happened so it's a pretty mm-hmm. cool thing 
That's amazing. Yeah, that's really wise in that we can also ask the Lord for wisdom. Like we're not by ourselves for sure making every decision. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I feel like that's, um, um, and wisdom comes from the Holy spirit. So Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like people think of wisdom as like this fleshly thing, like, Oh, I'm using my intellect. No, you use your intellect. That's a gift from the Holy spirit. Like that's a gift from God that we're wise. So just because you're using some deductive reasoning to come to a conclusion, doesn't mean that you're coming to a conclusion apart from God's leading. Absolutely not. Right. Mm -hmm. Like God has given us wisdom to, to, you know, sort things out, weigh pros and cons and come to a decision that way for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. 